We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast post-game edition. We're coming to you live after the first of two Thunder vs. Minnesota Timberwolves games. Thunder dropped the first one, 103-106. to On a last second, D'Angelo Russell three-pointer. Well, not last second, last two and a half second. D'Angelo Russell three-pointer. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffen. We are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, the official podcast of Boomtown Hoops. You can find us on Twitter, we're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You should definitely check us out on YouTube. As Sunday night, as we do every Sunday night, we will be live at 9 p.m. Central Time for our weekly show. Make sure you, you tune in, subscribe to our YouTube channel, join us, ask some questions in the chat. It will be a fun, fun time. Once again, the Thunder lose tonight to the Minnesota Timberwolves on the first night of a back-to-back with the Wolves, 103-106. to D'Angelo Russell hits a three-point dagger with about two and a half seconds left. The Thunder get a chance to tie it up with a Hamadou Diallo three at the buzzer. Clanks off the front rim. Thunder lose by three. We got to start off by talking about how the Thunder were just at the league-mandated Eight players to play tonight. A handful of guys have gone down to the G League bubble to play for the Oklahoma City Blue. Those players would include um, Alexi Pokashevsky uh, or otherwise, as I like to do on this podcast. Alexej Pokashevsky. 
Josh Hall, Moses Brown, uh, Ty Jerome, if he still exists or not. I don't know if his ankle is still attached to his body. It's been hurt for so long. Hopefully Ty's good. I'd like to see him play sometime. Also, the Thunder are without George Hill tonight due to thumb surgery. He will miss the next four weeks. Shea Gilgis-Alexander sits out his second straight game with a knee sprain. Lou Dort misses tonight with knee soreness. And Teo Maladone, a late scratch with the health and safety protocols, which, let's be really honest here, guys. Does anybody know what the hell is going on with the safety protocols? I don't think so, because Kevin Durant didn't play, and then did play, and then didn't play, all in the span of about a half of basketball. So we don't really know what's going on with the health and safety protocols. Teo might have been out, you know, at the club with some girls who had COVID, or he might have been sitting in front of his couch playing video games last night and got the sniffles. Um, who knows what's going on with that, to be honest. So, um, But Teo misses tonight. Leaves the Thunder with eight available players. The league says you have to have at least eight players to play a game. The Thunder had eight, so they played. Starting Darius Baisley, Al Horford, Isaiah Roby, Kenrich Williams, and Hamadou Diallo. Off the bench, the Thunder played Darius Miller, Josh, not Josh, Justin Jackson, and Mike Muscala. Everyone played 30 minutes. Horford played 29, Muscala played 25, Miller played 14. Besides that, everyone else played 30-plus minutes. Actually, a nice little balance of minutes for everybody, considering they only had eight guys available. But the Thunder come in and lose this game. Now, the Thunder lost this game a little bit because they only had eight players and they were eight guys that aren't super great. Um, mildly controversial statement, eight guys that I don't think are going to be on the team in two, two to three years, save maybe maybe Darius Baisley. I think the other guys are probably gone at that point. So part of it is that the Thunder didn't have anybody good playing. But another reason why this game was so close is because the Wolves are just bad. I don't want to be rude. Um, I don't want to like crap on Wolves fans because I'm sure it's a tough life. The Wolves are bad, man. They are capital B, capital A, capital D, bad. God, they're bad. Like They had a full roster save Carl Anthony Towns, who's still out with COVID-19. So thoughts out to him. I hope he recovers quickly. But holy crap, this team shot 43% from the field, 40% from three, uh, only mustered 106 points against the Thunder. Uh, Josh Koji only played nine minutes for their starters. All the other starters played a good amount of minutes. Um, Jaden McDaniels played almost 30 minutes off the bench. Uh, you had Ricky Rubio playing 24 minutes off the bench. But they just, how do you let a Thunder team that's playing Hamadou Diallo, Darius Miller, Justin Jackson, Mike Muscala, Isaiah Roby lineups. Stay in the game with you. Like that's that's bad. The Minnesota Timberwolves should have won this game by twenty. Instead, they were down at halftime. It's it's just wild, absolutely wild to me. Actually, they weren't down at half. They were slightly up at half. They were down after the first quarter. My apologies. Let's dive into a couple of player performances. I want to talk some big picture stuff. We'll take your guys' Twitter questions. We're going to keep this one nice and quick, just the way I like it. Because we got another game coming your way in 22 hours. We're going to post-game pod about the next Thunder versus Minnesota Timberwolves game. Hopefully, the Thunder have Shea and at least Lou Dort back for that game. Fingers crossed. 
Because then after that game, we'll podcast again in another 24 hours with our Sunday live show, even though the Super Bowl will be going on at that time. We're going to try to figure out what we're going to do, and we'll let you guys know about that because we know a lot of you guys will be watching the Super Bowl. Taylor, co-host Taylor, will definitely be watching his Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. First guy we have to talk about tonight, Al Horford. In a game that the Thunder lost by three, He was a plus 20 in the raw plus minus. Now, single game plus minus doesn't really matter, right? It it can be very inflated or deflated. It's a poor way to judge a player's performance. But I think tonight that plus minus really matches the eye test. Al Horford was the engine of this team tonight. 26 points on 10 of 19 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks, just incredibly efficient night for Horford. He he was definitely the old man who, you know, just kind of took over, got everyone in their spots, ran the offense, ran the team. Um, you know, with guys like Shea out, with with Lou out, with Hill out, kind of everything, especially offensively, kind of fell to Horford to kind of put in place and run. And he, I thought he did so very very well. There were times where he showed. Uh, his age a little bit and his lack of athleticism. But overall, he shot the ball well. Uh, he scored a lot. He assisted. Eight assists is, is really impressive for him. Uh, just from that high post, reading the offense, um, you know, finding cutters, drawing a double team down lower, getting the defense to rotate and kicking out to the right people at the right time. Just some really impressive stuff by Al Horford tonight. Uh, so you got to give a shout out to the guy. He played a hell of a game. I thought... He was going to get a triple-double. He started the fourth quarter. I didn't think he'd get there. He's only at four assists. Uh, picked up another four assists pretty quickly on in the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh, man, he might he might pull an ice cube. F around and get a triple-double. Didn't happen. But still a good performance. Um, another guy we got to talk about, kind of in depth here, is Hamadou Diallo. 16 points on 6 of 13 shooting. He was 4 of 8 from the free throw line. Two rebounds, 10 assists, a steal, only two turnovers. Homie's best assist game of his career. Previous high was four assists. He set up teammates. He play made. The mid-range jumpers have got to go. I know he hit one tonight, but they're just, they're not good shots. He needs to purge those. But some really poor decisions down the stretch that you hope Homie can learn from. Specifically, this game was tied with about 20 seconds, 24 seconds to go. About 24 seconds to go. Minnesota has the ball. They're inbounding in the front court. And they turn it over. And Homie gets a steal. Shot clock is off. Game is tied. The Thunder should play for the final shot of the game. Instead, Homie barrels forward, full speed ahead, lowers, lowers his head, drives into the lane, and throws up a terrible layup that that just misses, uh, ends up going out of bounds. Minnesota ball, uh, about 14 seconds left. They inbound. D'Angelo Russell walks the ball up the court, isos, and with two seconds left, pulls up and hits a three to ice the game. Really bad decision by Hamadou Diallo. In that situation, you absolutely have to pull the ball out, dribble around, and play for the last second shot because then either you win or you go to overtime. 
But since he took the shot early, he misses. Minnesota gets the ball back, hits a three, wins the game. Just very, very poor awareness by Hamadou Diallo. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to crap on the kid. Like, that happens. We saw, you know, maybe not a great analogy because this guy's also very inexperienced. But we saw Cade Cunningham do this in the Oklahoma State game the other day uh, against, I think they were playing TCU. Same sort of instance. Poor, poor decision. And you hope it's something Hami can learn from, right? I think in his mind, I got the ball. We're tied. I got to go get a bucket, right? But when you take everything into account and you stop for a moment, you realize they needed to take the last shot. I'm surprised they didn't talk about that in the timeout or in the huddle before that. So a, a poor decision by Hami down the stretch. And then I don't have a problem with Hami taking that three to tie the game at the end. There was two seconds left. Horford caught the ball, turned around, kicked it to the only open person. Hami had to shoot it. He didn't really have an option to not shoot it. He had either was either shoot it or let the buzzer go off without getting a shot up for the team. He had to take it. So no problems with that shot at all. But that that out of control layup with 14 seconds left, very poor decision. So, but besides that, 10 assists from Hami, uh, that's good. Uh, but I think we talk about this a lot. Hamadou Diallo's basketball IQ and court awareness isn't great, and that's one place where he can learn a lot and, and grow a lot. He's, he still gets downhill incredibly efficiently. He gets to the basket, uh, and he's learned to finish very well with both hands. But he's still got a long way to go, I think, in, as far as being a decision maker. So uh, last single person I want to talk about for individual stats, uh, Darius Baisley, 4 of 14, very poor night as far as efficiency. Only 1 of 6 from 3. Did have 10 rebounds and 12 points. Uh, but we keep seeing this from Baisley and that he's just having a very inefficient season, which comes on the heels of a very, very efficient bubble for him over the summer. So I maybe this is just part of his growth curve. You know, um, we, we talk about it all the time. Growth is not linear. You go up and down. And I think that that is a microcosm for, for Baisley's career and his season. His season has been very up and down. There's some nights where he plays great and looks incredible. There's some nights like tonight where he struggles really bad. And it's not even a week-by-week thing. It's an almost a game-by-game thing. You hope eventually Homie, or sorry, not Homie, but, but Baisley can start to find some, some consistency and some efficiency. So we'll see if that comes around. Last team-wide thing I wanted to mention, the Thunder eight players played tonight. Uh, three of them ended with single-digit points. Kenrich Williams with nine, Justin Jackson with nine. Sorry, Darius Miller with nine, Justin Jackson with seven. They almost had all eight players in double figures, which would have been incredibly impressive. Kind of the nature of the beast, they had to share the ball tonight. They had to move it around. Um, they, they had to play a democratic style of basketball, especially since they didn't have like a traditional like playmaker. They didn't have a point guard out there. Uh, all four of their point guards were out tonight. So, you know, they, they tried to make do the best they could. I, I made a joke on Twitter. I said... Uh, Michael Cage's phrase of the night was motion offense. And if you wanted to die on this fine Friday night, just take a drink every time you mention motion offense because I think he said it like 150 times during the broadcast. But it is what the Thunder did. They tried to run a lot of motion, a lot of guys moving without the ball, making backdoor cuts, swinging the ball from side to side, really trying to open up the defense a little bit because they didn't have somebody who could just break the defense down over and over and over like a Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So with all that being said, the Thunder get another L. 
that helps with the tank, that helps to maximize their draft pick. I don't know what Saturday will look like against the Minnesota Timberwolves because we don't know who will play. It's hard to see the Thunder losing again because Minnesota, again, is just really, really bad. But the Thunder have kind of been, you know, after two or three games, we say, oh, the tank is on. They suck. They're getting their butts kicked. And then after one or two games, we say, oh, no, they're not going to tank. They're going to push for the play-in, and this is bad for their draft pick, and and back and forth and back and forth. And, um, you know, it's win a couple, lose a couple, win a couple, lose a couple. And that's that's fine. Like, I don't think we should get too high or too low on any of these little two- or three-game stretches. However, I do think from now until the halfway point of the season, till the break when they are apparently playing an all-star game now, uh, is going to say a lot about if the Thunder are really going to have a chance at one of those top five picks. Now, they could still get a top five pick. Again, you know, the uh, New Orleans Pelicans got the number one overall pick when they had the ninth best odds. So it can happen, but your best chance of getting a, a top five pick is being one of the bottom five teams in the league and having the best odds. After the Thunder play, the Timberwolves on uh, Saturday night at 7. Their next games for, for the rest of the first half of the season. Lakers, Lakers, Nuggets, Bucks. I think it's fair to assume 0-4 there. Blazers, Grizzlies, Bucks, Cavs. We want to give them 2-2, two and two, so that's 2-6. and six. Heat, Spurs, Hawks, Nuggets. Let's give... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome another two and two. So they're at four and eight at that point. And then Mavs Spurs. They're probably going to go like, I my guess would be like four and ten over that stretch which would then put them at a total of 13 and 22. And that will start to really help them bottom out for a better draft pick. I could be totally wrong. We'll have to see. But the rest of their schedule from here into the halfway point is pretty difficult. So I think they're going to start racking up some L's, especially not knowing how long some of these guys are going to be out. So with that said, let's get on to some of your Twitter questions before we get out of here tonight. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. 
Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so our first Twitter question comes from at GoGetWins. Diallo's basketball IQ, especially from the last two shots with 20 seconds left. Use a word to name it, please. Uh, bad. Boneheaded. That's a word because it's a hyphenated word. I think that counts. Poor. Ugly. I think you get the gist, right? I think you get the gist. It just wasn't a, wasn't a good last 20 seconds for a homie at all. Right, and hopefully he learns from it. That's the goal here. Hopefully he learns from it. Uh, from at Black Dolphin Five, who sent in a couple of questions. First, non Thunder questions. What do you think of the? What do you think of what happened with KD tonight? Big issue. Should the NBA be playing an All Star game? Um, and then he asked, "What is Wanda's end game in the series?" I don't watch Wanda Vision, so I can't answer that one. The KD stuff is just wild. I mean, it, it seems apparently the 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 news out now is that. He was in contact with somebody this afternoon. That person returned an inconclusive test. So they were holding him out, but then decided he can play because the test was inconclusive. Then that person took another test and it came back positive. So they said, okay, you got to get out of here uh, because you were in close contact. It's kind of a mess. Uh, and I personally don't think they should be playing an all-star game. Um, trying to, to contact trace with players on their own team is one thing. But mixing players for an all-star game is something completely different. So uh, personally, I don't think it's a great idea, but the league's trying to make money, and so it is what it is. Black Dolphins' second question, which player who was active tonight besides Baisley is going to be a piece that is going to be on this team in two to three years? Is Hami going to be on this team in two to three years? Is there any other draft players that you are really high on and predictions on Poku and the bubble? That's more a lot more than one question. Let's let's tackle these quickly. Besides Baisley, who's most likely to be on this team in two to three years? Probably Hami, uh, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Um, is there any other draft players you are really high on? We'll start getting in the draft real deep coming up, uh, probably in the next month or so. But any of those top five guys, I really, really, really like. So I hope the Thunder land a top five pick. Is there any other uh, predictions on Poku in the bubble? Uh, I don't know. I'm just ready for some fun, man. I'm ready to watch him. I think he's going to have a lot bigger role. I think he's going to start in the bubble. I think he's going to get a lot of ball handling duties in the bubble. I think he's probably going to get 15 shots a game in the bubble. So I'm excited to watch all of that. Next, time form U.S. figs. Time for M.U.S. figs. I'm not sure how, how to read that, so I apologize. 
With only eight guys, why not call a few G League guys back? COVID protocol? Uh, yes, so this is from Craig. Craig, yes, I think that's probably part of it. Uh, number one is COVID protocol and, and testing. Number two is they just found out Teo wasn't going to play this afternoon, so it's way too late to call somebody up. Uh, number three, I don't think the Thunder really cared, to be honest. I think they they saw this as a chance to get some of these other guys more meaningful minutes, and so they took that opportunity. From at El Chulu, Chuloloco, Chuloloco. I'm really bad at these guys. I apologize. I don't want to talk about this game either, especially the Jackson three-point attempt and the Diallo drive with 20 seconds left. Yeah, uh, maybe worse than that Diallo drive was that Jackson like 30-foot three-pointer. That was bad. Very poor decision on Jackson. I think my man got the ball and said, F it, I'm going to win this thing. And that was a poor decision. That was a very poor decision. Uh, last one, it looks like we have maybe two from Chatter Okay. Uh, he says, there was plenty of good to talk about tonight. Horford had a big night as expected with no cat. Why didn't he take the final shot? That's a good question. I thought the final set they ran was actually kind of nice. They ran some screens and uh, and Minnesota really sold out to stop the guys coming off the screens from catching the ball at the three-point line, which left Horford wide open in the lane. He caught a pass and then turned and kicked for a catch and shoot. So I kind of like the play design, actually. I thought that was pretty clever. Uh, he also asked about Homie. Great night passing the ball. First double-double on points and assists. Should we expect more playmaking from Homie going forward? Wouldn't count on it. I think he got assists tonight um, just because he got so many minutes and so many opportunities. I don't think their plan is to give him a ton of playmaking opportunities. I think they like him getting opportunities going to the basket, though. Uh, but I wouldn't expect that whenever guys like Shea are back in the lineup. And then lastly, he says, Kenny, still busting ass. Hell yeah, he is. When are the Fear the Mullet or Mullet Season shirts coming out? We might have to do something for Kenny's mullet because that's kind of becoming an icon. Uh, And I I hate it, but I also kind of dig it. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. With that being said, we're going to get out of here because we have another podcast coming your way in a mere 20 hours. So thank you guys so much for checking out The Uncontested. Once again, the Thunder lose the first of two games against Minnesota, 106-103. to We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Please, if you haven't already, drop a five-star rating for us on iTunes. That would mean a lot. Also, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We'll be back with you soon after the Thunder take on the Timberwolves once again. Until then, you guys have a great Saturday. Stay warm because it's supposed to start getting cold. And as always, thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.